There is a story in the Bible, um, in the New Testament, a story about a man who was possessed by evil spirits. He would cut himself. It doesn't say how old he was, but you don't know how long he's been that way. But he cut himself. He would tear chains apart, and he would rant, and he would rave, and they had put him separate. He was among the tombs, among the dead, and he was, he was tormented, continually tormented, and he couldn't stop. He couldn't stop himself from cutting himself, and they would chain him up, and he'd break his chains. I remember uh, as a little girl, there was a, a revival of an evangelist named A.A. Allen, and they had bought a man uh, who was bound by evil spirits. This happened when I was just a little bitty girl, and I didn't understand what was happening, all that writhing and all that noise, and this man hurt himself. And I wasn't reminded of it until um, and this man was delivered, and he walked away. And as a child, you don't know whether stuff is real or not real. You just know it's, it just seems crazy. And this is church and this was religion. And you don't know anything when you were a child. My parents used to take me to these tent meetings, not tent meetings, but we used to go to the Coliseum and A.A. Allen. He was the most brilliant speaker I ever heard. He could, he could, he could preach you silent and he could preach you noisy and I was always afraid when he came into town because uh, I knew we were going to see him and it just scared me because of the different kinds of prayers that he made and the miracles and he had a man singing with him named Gene Martin who sang gospel and I remember just uh, I remember the church terrifying me that way. I remember being in a Baptist church, being an African Methodist church with my grandmother, and they were just like so boring. They were so boring, the African Methodists. At least the way my uncle uh, did his sermons. I didn't know when I was a little girl that him falling asleep when he spoke was narcolepsy. I just thought he was so bored with his own speaking that he fell asleep. He was just the most boring man you ever heard of. But anyway, church was boring. It was dry. And then I went to the Baptist church and everybody was yelling. But then when I would go to this evangelist meeting, A.A. Allen, it just was, oh, it, I'd say the word awesome, but not awesome. Like, woo, wonderful, awesome. It was just stunning. I, I mean, the people that came up there in wheelchairs, I was just terrified. And the Coliseum was huge. And this was uh, back in the day when they were getting ready to get rid of the Coliseum. So it was kind of desolate. And you go to the bathroom and these stalls. And oh, my God, as a child. You know, the truth of the matter is that now that I have gotten older, and I believe in God, I mean, on my own, not by my parents' interpretation or the ministers. 
I've come over this long time from a child to believing in God in a way that has made a difference in my life. Getting back to this man who was tearing himself apart and nobody could help him. Can you imagine your life, the chaos in your mind, the chaos in your heart, the terror in your soul that there is no help ever, any help at all. Imagine. And I and I I just heard a story. My friend was telling me how she works with uh she works at this daycare center and there's this little kid and he's violent he's so violent he runs he runs up and tries to stab the teachers with with pencils and he tries to stab people he runs up on kids he beats them up and he screams and he has a tantrum and he goes crazy and he's tearing up stuff and you know when his parents see him uh they, they say he's a really good at home, but apparently when he goes to the to the aftercare or whatever, he just loses his mind. And uh, my friend was just telling me that, and so we were praying about this, you know, this little kid, these children, because you know, children are their little souls and their little hearts and their minds are so exposed to the craziness that happens now. Can you imagine the voices that have been multiplied a million times like the voices were, like the voices when we were kids, they were pretty simple. It was just people, you know, just people you bumped into or uh, you got a record player or something. You didn't have all those voices, relatives coming over. But can you imagine even at that time in the Bible, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have the trillion places that this man could be lost. So you can imagine the population wasn't even that huge when this man was possessed. And uh, he just was, they didn't even give him a name. They didn't give him a name. He just was crazy. Killing, not killing anybody, but just violent, violent toward himself as well. And so the Bible in Mark 5, chapter 5, uh, Jesus gets off this boat and he walks onto the land and he walks onto apparently this island of tombs or this place of the tombs or caves. And he walks toward the man and the man, run, he walks off the boat and the man runs to him and says, please, please don't harm me. Don't harm me. And, and. Jesus looks at him and he said, who are you? And he said, my name is Legion for we are many. And he was, he was saying this to say that there were so many spirits within him uh, that, that that was his name. And I looked up, what was it? I think Legion is like 4,700 or how many people? Let me get, what is a Legion? I found this on the web. Okay, a Legion is a horde or a large number of people or things. It was a Roman's way of, um, it, it's the Roman's unit, principal unit of a Roman army comprised of 3,000 to 6,000 foot soldiers. He said his name was Legion. Can you imagine being possessed by 
all of those things, this man helpless to help himself. Can you imagine? We're going to hold for a word. Just uh, We're going to do a brief pause and I'll be back and tell you what happened. Okay. Okay, so Jesus gets off the boat in Mark chapter 5. And just before this story has begun, uh, Jesus is on his way. um, And he gets off the ship and it says in verse 2, And when he was out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Can you imagine that? I've heard stories of young kids who cut themselves and their their arms and their legs and their it's it's like being a drug addict. They they cut themselves so they can feel pain. And I I I think to myself, how what a society we become. I mean what I love about the fact is that people can admit what's happening to them now without, I mean, it hurts them, but at least they tell us what's happening to them. They're able to share their pain in cutting, their need to cut. And I, when I think about this, I think about this man in Mark 5. His, he needed to cut himself. He felt the pain and I, I, I don't know what caused him to have these things, but I know that he is a witness in the Bible that anything that hurts you, that 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 comes against you, God has compassion for you. He knows what you're going through, the ravings, the voices in your head, the yelling in your head, the pain that you feel. He knows it. He knows it, and he has compassion. And proof of it here is in Mark 5 verse 6. And when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, you son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God that you torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man and the unclean spirit. And uh, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And again, I told you the name Legion means that there were, that was a Roman measurement of the arm of an army. And Legion was 3,000 to 6,000 men. So the man is saying, for we are many souls inside of me, many voices inside of me, six, 3,000 to 6,000. 6, and he besought him much that he would not send them away out 
of the country. So the, the evil spirits that were in him recognized that now this man is going to be free because Jesus has arrived. Jesus, the son of God, has arrived. And they got to go somewhere. And they say, look, don't send us away out of the country. Now there, now there was there nigh unto the mountain a herd, a great herd of swine feeding, pigs feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swines that we may eat, and that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it into the city and in the country. And they all went out to see what had been done. And they come to Jesus and they see him that was and saw him that was possessed with the demons and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told, told how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. So here comes uh, Jesus and he has compassion. He sends them into the swine. What's interesting about that is, you know, how much I have loved the pig pig roast, pig, pig ground pig, pig meatballs. Me, I, I mean, I have, I mean, I just love, love, love pig. I've read this story many times, but I realized that, you know, I don't need to eat pork. I don't need to eat it. And I read something in the Bible where God talked about pork, you know, and I think about the countries where, like, especially in Asian countries, they have pork everywhere. They have a pork shop called Pork Ham Hocks. They have pork feet. They just have pork, pork, pork. And so I have loved it, but I've, I have uh, lately been walking away from it, um, not just because of this story, but a couple of things that have caused me to just walk away from pork, and I'm trying to walk away from a lot of meat too. But anyway, the story is this man, Legion, how Jesus heals him and casts these spirits out of him. And I think about this little boy in the daycare center who is violent, who he has hit his teacher, tried to stab his teacher with a pencil. He's beat up the little kids that are around him, and he rants, he raves, and he's just been really uh, unbearable. And, you know, they've, they've tried to bring counseling in or whatever, and he doesn't seem to get any better. And this boy is just four or five years old. Can you imagine living with that to the size that you're a man by that time what medication and shock treatment I, I thought shock treatment was gone but shock treatment is back uh and they still give people ch- so uh imagine this little boy now at four years old and this pain that he is going through his family but i remember seeing a show on oprah maybe about 15 years ago a boy did the same thing and um I watched this episode. I missed it apparently when it was running, but uh, it made, 
I was looking at, you know, YouTube, and then I see this episode of Oprah, and where are they now kind of thing. And this little boy who was so violent that his parents locked the door because they were afraid he was going to kill him in their sleep. The, this parent was on saying that her boy was good now. And the boy was a teenager. He's gone to college, exemplary student. He's passing. So it's like, well, what healed this boy? What, what is the thing that healed this boy, stopped him from hurting himself and others? And the boy uh, tells his story about how he was taught to look for the light. Mm. How he was, when bad things happen, when he has those terrible feelings coming on him, he is taught to concentrate on the light. The light of what? The light of things that are good, to concentrate on things that he loves and people who love him. And he was to concentrate on the light. And when he does this, he thinks about good things. And he thinks about all the things and all of the people he loves. And this has calmed this boy down for, what, 10, 15 years. And now he's growing to be a man. And it makes me think about what the Bible says. Because, you know, people always toss religion. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people just think religion is fake or Jesus is fake, the Bible is fake. But, you know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So this man was probably cutting himself from the time he was a child. We don't know in the Bible, but this young boy, we have evidence of it now of children that are so violent and so many things happening. They're exposed to so many voices and so many things. So you can imagine... Uh, what happened and I want to come back to that about talking about the light where that comes from in the Bible so hold on I'll be back the Bible says again this is nothing new under the sun this guy probably was epileptic and schizophrenic, bipolar, or whatever the conditions are mentally that cause people to do what they do. But in the Bible, in the New Testament, in Philippians chapter 4, he says, Paul the Apostle says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and see in me do, and the peace of God shall be with you. Okay, so Paul is saying that if we concentrate, we hear all these voices, we hear all these terrible things. And I'm reminded of people watching all of these uh, uh, crime things, people getting murdered and killed and all of these different things that our children watch. Um, when these crazy things, so maybe if you notice your child changing, all these crazy things that happen, maybe uh, 
teaching them about the light, uh, you know, praying and and remembering and reading this. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, not talking about gossip, not talking about a, a whole bunch of crazy stuff, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. It talks about, you know, because people will say sometimes you're just being overly optimistic. No, if you focus on good rather than evil, if you focus on the gratitude, the goodness of your life, you've got food, you've got clothes, you've got people who love you. You may not have all the money, you may have school loans, you may have a million things happening, but think on something good. Think on something pure. Think on something honest. And it says these evil spirits will leave you alone. Another verse says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Please. I know this is just this is an off the cuff uh, look, off the cuff off the cuff talk no planning here but I was just reading the word and I was just thinking about that little boy I was thinking that there is a cure the cure is run to the light to spend your life when when stuff starts to get you down and you think you can't handle it anymore start to think of start to move toward the light start to move toward the positive things start to move toward the fact you love your kids they love you you have family and it's also uh something that had to do with this young boy you know because he was on medication but the point is the diet we feed our children we should look at the food because the depression is caused from the bad food too so there's just uh, you know we're just eating junk all the time people eating ramen noodles all the time with hot sauce fritos nachos where's the vegetables where's the food in your food so these things affect our children candy all of the sugar these things affect our children and we are the guardians of them until they're old enough. And I know a lot of mothers have to work. Money isn't everything, so they got a phone or whatever. But that nothing compares to uh, a, a spirit to make your children aware of their spiritual life. If you don't take them to church, uh, take them to church. I mean, even if you... Even if you're not a big believer or whatever, give your children something spiritual to feed on rather than the crazy stuff that we buy them, please. Um, this is uh, me signing off for Pod Life Cafe. Uh, what is your host? This is Venice Johnson. I love you. Have a happy holiday. And uh, remember to walk and move toward the light. I love you. says again this is nothing new under the sun this guy probably was epileptic and schizophrenic bipolar or whatever the conditions are mentally that cause people to do what they do but in the bible in the new testament in philippians chapter 4 he says paul the apostle says finally brethren 
whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and see in me do. And the peace of God shall be with you. Okay, so Paul is saying that if we concentrate, if we hear all these voices, we hear all these terrible things. And I'm reminded of people watching all of these uh, uh, crime things, people getting murdered and killed and all of these different things that our children watch. Um, when these crazy things, so maybe if you notice your child changing all these crazy things that happen, maybe uh, teaching them about the light, uh, you know, praying and, and remembering and reading this. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, not talking about gossip, not talking about a, a whole bunch of crazy stuff, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. It talks about, you know, because people will say sometimes you're just being overly optimistic. No, if you focus on good rather than evil, if you focus on the gratitude, the goodness of your life, you've got food, you've got clothes, you got people who love you. You may not have all the money, you may have school loans, you may have a million things happening, but think on something good. Think on something pure. Think on something honest. And it says these evil spirits will leave you alone. Another verse says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Please I know this is just, this is an off the cuff, uh, look, off the cuff, off the cuff talk. No planning here, but I was just reading the word and I was just thinking about that little boy. I was thinking that there is a cure. The cure is run to the light, to spend your life when, when stuff starts to get you down and you think you can't handle it anymore. Start to think of, start to move toward the light. Start to move toward the positive things. Start to move toward the fact you love your kids, they love you, you have family. And it's also uh, something that had to do with this young boy, you know, because he was on medication. But the point is the diet we feed our children. We should look at the food because the depression is caused from the bad food too so there's just uh, you know we're just eating junk all the time people eating ramen noodles all the time with hot sauce fritos nachos where's the vegetables where's the food in your food so these things affect our children candy all of the sugar these things affect our children and we are the guardians of them until they're old enough. And I know a lot of mothers have to work. Money isn't everything, so they got a phone or whatever, but that nothing compares to uh, a, a spirit to make your children aware of their spiritual life. If you don't take them to church, uh, 
take them to church. I mean, even if you, even if you're not a big believer or whatever, give your children something spiritual to feed on rather than the crazy stuff that we buy them, please. Um, this is uh, me signing off for Pod Life Cafe. Uh, what is your host? This is Venice Johnson. I love you. Have a happy holiday. And uh, remember to walk and move toward the light. I love you. Okay, you can go now. Here's my question: Is I already have part of that dental? Uh, is that in addition, or that's all I get? Like I already have in part of my policy, my premium. I already have some dental stuff. Can that be included along with? So in t- instead of two visits, do I get four cleanings, or or does it change? Do I get any been any additional one because I have a separate plan now? So I right now I have a cleaning, two cleanings, and what else? Right now I have two cleanings. Uh, if, if you have your member ID number, I can find out what plan you have. Okay, I can I can get that for you. Hold on. Okay, it's H four five nine one five one zero seven. That's the one I have right now. Thank you. You're welcome. With this plan, which is a Humana Gold Plus HMO, it provides uh, two cleanings. Two cleanings.
Okay, so I, 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 but my, I don't have any dentures. I have regular teeth, so that doesn't, that's not included in like say braces or anything, right? Now, whatever, whatever I just went over is what the plan covers. Okay, now what's the one I'm buying now? And would you give me the number of the plan? Dental value C550, okay. Mm -hmm. I think that was the one we spoke about. Um, let's see here. Do you remember writing down anything? Any yeah, I wrote from? stuff down, but I, I expected that you okay. were reading off of something. No, because, yeah, we don't, we don't save the information here, so I'm just kind of going over what normally what I usually go over, which is our lowest premium plan um, did you mention that you uh, did you did you want a PPO plan or an HMO or what's the difference well the PPO just gives you more freedom to choose your provider the HMOs you have to choose providers in the network so if I wanted to choose something like Aspen Gen Aspen Dental could I choose them Okay. Yes. Okay. Remember that? Patricia yes. Chrysostomo, I said it was on Davis Street. Right. The one that you gave me on Sheridan, they don't have handicap access, so I couldn't even get in the door So with my chair. So they're out. So I'll take another. Um, I didn't get their phone number, so you didn't get, I didn't get the phone number. I need that. Eight twenty Davis. I don't have a phone number for them. Okay. Phone number is eight four seven. Eight four seven. Three three two. Three. Three. Two. Three. Mm -hmm. Two two. 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 Two six. Two six. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so with the dental value plan, I'm. Not yet finding the Aspen, but you can go to that one, the one I, the one in Evanston. Okay, uh, I'll call them. Yeah. And, and do you have another place in Evanston or Skokie? I'm checking for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Revenge.
Okay, just one dentist and just one dentist. Uh, right in that area, yes. Um. What what other city besides uh, uh, Evanston? So maybe how much is a PPO? What how much would that be? I, I won't need I won't need dentures if I can get my teeth uh, aligned properly. I won't need braces, but I mean I won't need dentures. That's the problem. My teeth are like changing. They were perfectly straight, but now they're moving and moving. So I need something where I can get uh, like uh, braces or a tooth alignment, teeth alignment, or whatever. I need that. Right. Okay. So the plan that, that I'm going over to Dental Value C550, that one provides more coverage than the other plans that we have um, that are the PPO plans. Um, the only other plan that I feel could probably be a good fit for you um, would be the complete dental plan. That plan is substantially higher in premium. It's $47.99. And that plan does have a, a waiting period. So it has a 12-month waiting period for major services. Uh, so before they cover anything major, like, uh, you know, like I mentioned, uh, crowns, oral surgery, root canals, etc. there's 12 months uh, they have to wait before you get coverage. Um, so I didn't see that plan as a no. plan that's going to help you right away. Right, I need um, something that'll help me right away. Well, like if I if I went to if I went to Walmart or I went to these, uh, would that make a difference? You know, like uh, like the the um, I I I don't know non dental like would that make a difference if I went to University of Illinois, their dental? How about that? Would I be able to go to them? Okay. Um, so they're probably not in the network. Mm. Yeah. So the so if I get this plan, they have to be in the network. But there's only one dentist I can use. No, not there's just not only one dentist. It's just in that area you were telling me in the Evanston or um, or the Skokie area. There's others in Chicago. Uh, there's quite a few again, and, and again you'll be able to see that. When you get the uh, welcome packet, you'll get a list of uh, providers that are closest to you in the area. Okay. So you can check those out. Um, but then, yeah, there's definitely quite a few in the Chicago area that you can choose from. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, you want to proceed with that plan? Yes. And if I want to change a plan, I can or I could upgrade, right? I want something right. that I need right that I can start right away in February or now or whatever. So, yes, this one will have a February first effective date for you. Mm-hmm. And um, and now I think we spoke about Patricia uh, Patricia Chrysostomo. Yeah. That was the uh, dentist. Right. So I'll choose her as a primary care dentist for you for now. Okay. Okay.
All right. And this would be a, uh, just for yourself, you said, and um, you already have coverage for vision under your plan. Do you think that'll be sufficient coverage for vision? What, what's under my vision? What do I have under it? Is that a one-time thing? That's once a year. Okay, that's not included on this plan, right? No, that's included in your Medicare Advantage plan, the HMO, Gold Plus. Okay, but the dental plan is just the dental plan, no vision in it? Correct. Okay. Okay. What method of payment did you want to use today? My card is already on your thing, so I can give you my card number. It's already on your um, list. Okay, yes, I will need that card number. 4479-7229-2011-0320. Yes. All right. And you make your own health care decisions? Yes. Okay, thank you. And for future payments, would you like the payment you said to draft on either the 5th, the 15th, or the 25th? The 20, well, let's see. Can I call it in, or, or do you automatically take it out? Uh, if we choose one of these dates, it'll automatically come out. Do the, do the 5th, then.
Okay.
Okay, because they had a whole list of stuff, and I was getting dizzy from trying to keep track. Okay. Okay. Yes, I just want to reiterate that for you. Okay. All right. And do you agree to these terms? Yes. Great. It's going to provide me a number. Uh, You can write it down, too. Uh, The number may go a little fast, so if you don't get it all in the first try, you can always press number one on your phone to have it repeated, okay? Okay, I'm recording it, so go ahead. Now, please write down the following order confirmation number for your record. 8841549692. To repeat, press 1. To exit the system, press 2. Hello? Hello? Hey, girl. Hello? Okay, wait, somebody's calling me back. Hold on. Hello? Hey, what's, uh, I don't know what happened there, but the call disconnected, Miss Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so, um, so that was it. You got the confirmation number provided. Mm-hmm. Um, if any questions do arise, please do let me give you the customer service number, which will be also provided to you in the back of your Humana ID card. Okay, I'll wait till I get it. You want to wait till you get it? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm, yeah, trying to write all these numbers down. Yeah. All right, not a problem. Great. Um, Anything else I can assist with that today? No, thank you. bunch of trouble uh, I, I've been on the phone for a month now uh, I'm just I'm just really tired of Humana I'm not gonna use you guys anymore you've taken up too much of my time made me wait too long and honestly it's the stress of it I can't take Humana anymore I just okay, bought another I'm pot sorry. I'm very I'm upset you decline, and you have a good afternoon what, what, wait a minute, you didn't say anything. What are you, what were you going to say? Oh, I was calling to do an annual medication review, but you said you were too tired. So it's not something you have to do, so I'll put that you decline. Well, here's my thing is, I'm not getting my money back, so what, what good, I mean, I had to wait over a month, and I'm not going to get the money back after you sent it late, and I'm still stuck with paying you some more money. I'm just very... I'm very, I'm just very upset. Is there a management thing? Do I need, I need to write a letter or do I need to do something? Who would, who do I write I to? Would, I would call customer service. This is actually just a line for uh, medication reviews, mm-hmm. but I can give you that number if you need it. Yeah, because I'm going to, I'm a podcaster, so I, I love to put podcasts on what I think are unjust things. So yes, please. What, what? Uh, let me get that number. One moment. 
Yeah, okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes, I am. It is 844-330-7799. Yes, I will be putting it on my podcast. Thank you. Okay. 330-799. Thank you very much. This is unconscionable how they treat people and make you a slave to the medication and then treat you the way they do. This is just, it sucks. Johnson or VJ McCray, whichever you want to use. I'm your holla back girl. Yeah, I'm that. I'm going to holla back to the 1600s. I'm going to holla back through the centuries, the 400 years or more that African Americans have been captive in America. And I'm going to talk about our setbacks, some painful moments, and some loving moments and some merging moments and some moments of triumph and moments of giving up and mo moments of getting back up. This is Hollaback. And some of the moments are painful and some of them, but all of them have been full of hope. I think the reason why I love to do this or wanted to do this is to look at how far we've come in 400 years. And I want to talk, some will be biblical things and some will just be ordinary talk, but I just wanted to share my thoughts. And sometimes I'm angry and sometimes I'm happy for the next 30 or 31 days. I decided that I know 28 was the reason it was established, but I'm going to go further with that. I'm just going to see how far I can take it. Your response is going to make me decide whether I'm going to continue on or not. Because if nobody's listening, if nobody's sharing, what's the point? The whole point of a podcast and the whole point of sharing is that the word gets out to your friends and people that you care about so you can share those moments too. So, I love you. And the reason why I've, I've waited years, I mean, I've exhausted my resources trying to get a studio together <laughs> when 
I mean, I tore up a room. I built a stage and I was like, oh, I'm going to have my podcast studio. And it turns out you can have a studio on your iPhone. You can have it on your iPad. You can have it on your iMac. You can have it on your, oh, you understand? Um, when you were my age, when you grew up in the middle of the 20th century, uh, you think things sometimes the hard way. It's just recently that I've come to understand that technology has finally caught up to my ideas. Or in other words, God has granted me grace to live long enough to see modern technology not be a threat, but actually a friend. Because I can come to you now and be all over the globe in a couple of minutes. And I could be right in your living room, right in your earphone, right in your, right here, right now, just you and me. So I don't give a hang about anything else. I just want to know I am reaching you. And if I am, I'm going to have a link where you can respond. Uh, if you care about what I'm saying, about what I'm doing, that'll be cool. I just want to, I just want to look at us, look at us in America. I mean, I could talk about all over the world, but all, all over the world is too big for me. Even America is enough, 50 states, you know, I mean, we got so many things going on in different states. So I want to talk about uh, the reason why I said holla back is, yeah, we've been through a lot of stuff before. We, we, it's still happening now. Um, 1600, 1700, 1800, 1900, 20,000, the millennium. We're here 20 years into the new century. And most of us, uh, if we were born between um, the 1940s, uh, we are, or the 1920s, actually, most of us are dying off or we're near 100 already. And those of us who were born in the, in the 50s, I was born in 1949. So those of us who were born and raised in the 50s, we are now 60 or actually we're now like six, 69, 70, something like that. Those of us born in the 60s, like 63, 64, uh, we're right after the baby boomers. Uh, the, you guys are right after me. Um, so we have been around for a long time and the generations, uh, that have changed and the people who have come and gone. So it's predicted that people are living longer. So it's possible that me born in 1949, that I could be around, what, till I'm 100, stay healthy and vital and keep sharp and be blessed of God. I won't be feeble because I look at the Bible where Moses started at 80 years old. He started his career. He went to Egypt at 80 years old and he lived for what? Another, he lived till he was 120. And the Bible says Moses didn't even, he wasn't even weak. He wasn't feeble. He was in as full of strength as he was in 80. And then Caleb 
in the book of Joshua, when they were finally into the promised land, Joshua was giving land out to the people who made it to the promised land. And at 85, Caleb, who was with Joshua when he went to spy out the land in Canaan, he said, give me this mountain. I'm strong enough to go up this mountain and take what's mine. So I hope that this podcast, in a way that that I've begun it, is going to be, I'm not trying to be slick. I don't care to be slick. I just want to share my moments and share our moments, our triumphs. So I'll be using little clips of some music and I'll be telling stories and uh, for you to listen to. So if you like them, again, uh, share it with yourself or listen to it more than once or whatever. But let me know what you're feeling. Um, and some things I say, I'm not going to make you happy. I gotta say that. So anyway, um, take care of yourself. Okay. So coming soon, it's your hollaback girl, Venice Johnson, VJ McCray saying, I love you. And okay. Hey, it's me, Venice Johnson, or VJ McCray, whichever you want to use. I'm your holla back girl. Yeah, I'm that. I'm going to holla back to the 1600s. I'm going to holla back through the centuries, the 400 years or more that African Americans have been captive in America. And I'm going to talk about setbacks, some painful moments, and some loving moments, and some merging moments, and some moments of triumph, and moments of giving up, and moments of getting back up. This is Hollaback. And some of the moments are painful, and some of them, but all of them have been full of hope. I think the reason why I love to do this, I wanted to do this, is to look at how far we've come in 400 years. And I want to talk, some will be biblical things and some will just be ordinary talk, but I just wanted to share my thoughts and sometimes I'm angry and sometimes I'm happy. For the next 30 or 31 days, I decided that I know 28 was the reason it was established, but I, I'm going to go further with that. I'm just going to see how far I can take it. Your response is going to make me decide whether I'm going to continue on or not. Because if nobody's listening, if nobody's sharing, what's the point? The whole point of a podcast and the whole point of sharing is that the word gets out to your friends and people that you care about so you could share those moments too. So, I love you. And the reason why I've, I've waited years, I mean, I've exhausted my resources trying to get a studio together. <laughs> when, I mean, I tore up a room. I built a stage. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have my podcast studio. And it turns out you can have a studio on your iPhone. You can have it on your iPad. You can have it on your iMac. You can have it on your 
Oh, you understand? Um, when you were my age, when you grew up in the middle of the 20th century, uh, you think things sometimes the hard way. It's just recently that I've come to understand that technology has finally caught up to my ideas. Or in other words, God has granted me grace to live long enough to see modern technology not be a threat, but actually a friend. Because I can come to you now and be all over the globe in a couple of minutes. And I can be right in your living room, right in your earphone, right in your, right here, right now, just you and me. So I don't give a hang about anything else. I just want to know I am reaching you. And if I am, I'm going to have a link where you can respond uh, if you care about what I'm saying, about what I'm doing. That'll be cool. I just want to I just want to look at us. Look at us in America. I mean, I could talk about all over the world, but all, all over the world is too big for me. Even America is enough. 50 states, you know. I mean, we got so many things going on in different states. So, I want to talk about uh, the reason why I said holla back is yeah, we've been through a lot of stuff before. We we it's still happening now. Um 1600, 1700, 1800, The millennium. We're here 20 years into the new century. And most of us uh, if we were born between um, the 1940s, uh, we are, or the 1920s, actually, most of us are dying off or we're near 100 already. And those of us who were born in the, in the 50s, I was born in 1949. So those of us who were born and raised in the 50s, we are now 60 or actually we're now like 69, 70, something like that. Those of us born in the 60s, like 63, 64, uh, we're right after the baby boomers. Uh, the, you guys are right after me. Um, so we have been around for a long time and the generations, uh, that have changed and the people who have come and gone. So it's predicted that people are living longer. So it's possible that me born in 1949, that I could be around, what, till I'm 100, stay healthy and vital and keep sharp and be blessed of God. I won't be feeble because I look at the Bible where Moses started at 80 years old. He started his career. He went to Egypt at 80 years old and he lived for what? Another, he lived till he was 120. And the Bible says Moses didn't even, he wasn't even weak. He wasn't feeble. He was in as full of strength as he was in 80. And then Caleb in the book of Joshua, when they were finally into the promised land, Joshua was giving land out to the people who made it to the promised land. And at 85, Caleb, who was with Joshua when he went to spy out the land 
in Canaan, he said, give me this mountain. I'm strong enough to go up this mountain and take what's mine. So I hope that this podcast in a way that, that I've begun it is going to be, I'm not trying to be slick. I don't care to be slick. I just want to share my moments and share our moments, our triumphs. So I'll be using little clips of some music and I'll be telling stories and uh, for you to listen to. So if you like them, again, uh, share it with yourself or listen to it more than once or whatever. But let me know what you're feeling. Um, And some things I say, I'm not going to make you happy. I got to say that. So anyway, um, take care of yourself. Okay, so coming soon, it's your hollaback girl, Venice Johnson, VJ McRae, saying I love you and okay. Huh?